welcome to Encroachment. So let me start with some uh, housekeeping. A couple of things. One, we're launching a newsletter this week. Um, the plan is to have a couple of links from the week and like websites we like. Put some quick summaries so you guys can come up to date on some stuff that we read. And we're kind of getting ready for this. We're also going to um, include a link to the week's episode. So that's another way you can get it via e straight to your email. You don't have to go to your podcast app. So easy access, no excuses. Listen. Um, yeah, so it should be fun. I mean, we'll probably experiment with some of that stuff, you know, along the way. But that's one of the projects we want to get started on this side, too. If you're interested in signing up for that, you can email us at encroachmentpod at gmail.com. And, yeah, so now that's out of the way. And we also have a guest today. Um, his name is, well, I referred to him as Big Daddy Boone earlier in the podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying the people are going to recognize the name. So Big Daddy Boone is joining us. I today. thought you I called him how he wants da- to go. Thick, What'd you thick say? Daddy Boone. You called him Thick Daddy Boone. Oh, it was Thick Daddy Boone. Wow, that is really extra. <laughs> I told you this. I told you that. I don't know why you don't want to believe me. Well, He's here, so we <laughs> we can talk about that later. Um, but here. let's let's get into the news for the week. What game did you watch? What game did oh, you shit. watch? We didn't know. Wait, 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 before we get into that, how was your week? Oh, I oh I was camping. It kind of ruined my life. I didn't have service. I didn't realize I didn't have service. I used my last glimmer of anything to text you and Nicole. That and I wasn't became gonna... a green bubble peasant for like two days. I don't. I don't know what happened. I lost what. <laughs> I, like I don't know what day it is still. I don't know, like the amount of catch up I had to, to do on Monday. Like my brain exploded. I just there is this hillbilly person, this camp host I was trying to hit on my mother. His name was Phoenix. I had to cuss him out seven hundred <laughs> times. He asked my Phoenix. sister and I if we were if we were together, like oh, if my like little a lesbian sister couple? was my girlfriend. This man came up to my cousin and I and said, oh, why don't you have children? Are you even able to? Like, what? This man is really lucky that I'm grown and have a pause moment because he should have gotten cussed out 700 times. Wait, where were you? In the middle of Shenandoah something, Virginia. Was he drunk? I was in a campsite. And so I thought this man was going to assault me. Luckily, my uncle is a police or ex-police officer. It's like, sorry, strapped. Like, uh, this is stressful. I don't have time for this. So this man finally left because I told him, you have one more time and I've been holding my tongue. But the next time you say some shit that's out of pocket, like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. My filter is gone. So I think you might, you should leave. And so then he got scared of me and he left. Wow. Yeah, it was stressful. You went straight, like, you know, 50 cent up in the fucking Shenandoah Valley. I mean, I didn't know what I was thinking because there are bears and shit that are apparently everywhere. That man told us that the bears love to eat the trees at our campsite. It was just not, I don't know how I, I don't know how did you come across him? Yeah, like where did he come from? uh, Allegedly they have camp hosts. So people camp for free in these campsites for months out of the year and like make sure everything is working correctly. That sounds like a serial killer going shopping. His name was Phoenix and he went and told us his real name and then he like, (laughs) he like left his business card in the middle of the night on a table there are several dead bodies near where you were camping just I mean, i'm not one of them i live to tell the tale so <laughs> Thank we're God here. well that was my weekend i'm still not yeah on my end uh adam visited well adam is my best friend from my favorite city in the u.s i'm not getting more specific than that because y'all guys are creepy out there um but 
I was invited to be a groomsman in the fucking wedding, which is dope. And oh, that's you. exciting. You did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he asked me only because, like, maybe 10 minutes before, I had talked about how I was going to wear all white to the wedding to show up the bride. So I think it was, like, oh to salvage the wedding. But either way. You I'm, really told him that? Well, I mean, I told her, too. She was there. She showed me her dress. And I was like, oh, it's cute. I'm going to wear all white, too. And that was kind of that was what happened. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I really am speechless. <laughs> That's stressful. It was all love and jokes. I'm super excited. Um, I uh, kind of played a role in getting the rings and like setting up the engagement thing. So I feel like really invested in the wedding in a weird way that I haven't before. Can I so, be your plus one? Is that awkward said, that I just I don't that on this get podcast? a plus one. They said no ring, no bring. So we got to get married. If we get married, you can come. But what if we guilt them publicly? To our now 100 listeners, thank you. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. Well, we were going to, yeah, maybe. We'll see. But he listens, so, Adam, this is his. This is I know. This segment you. is for you, boo. <laughs> this is the only one you listen to. We know. Don't worry. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be canceled in, like, four minutes. Anyway. <laughs> you um, can stop also, listening like, now. He took me out, and we went to, like, the gay club, and, like, Back That Ass Up came on, and it was, like, me with a vodka tonic, like, twerking at like 1 30 a.m it felt very 2009 and i loved it until the next morning did your knees hurt like they did they did i needed a cortisol shot i didn't get one it was awful and then on tuesday my first day without classes i slept the entire day like literally from 8 until like 9 p.m and i was like well fuck this had a paper due today got that done 15 minutes before super stressed out kind of behind like feeling a little anxious so naturally I immediately came home and smoked a bunch of weed and drank my blueberry Moscato. That's responsible. It is. I got my shit done first. So with that, now let's talk about the news. Okay, do your game first. Your game happened first. Yes. So I'm doing Vikings Rams this week, which was, if you love good quarterback play, this was the perfect game for you. It was a true fucking Mm -hmm. You don't think so? What game were you watching? Didn't you watch it? I just, listen, I'm never going to. Admit that Kirk is a good quarterback. I, mean, I thought even we Kirk established is high, this. You just look at Jared Goff. Like we established this every game. single week. There's Jared one Goff. good quarterback. There's not two. It's not a good quarterback game. But what I'm saying is that if you watched him play, even if you don't like him, you can. He threw bullet point lasers right over I the fingers of Marcus Peters. I don't care. Well, anyways, 400 yards, percent both of them. It's harsh. Like it's hard out here for for Kirk on this podcast. Um. But yeah, I just really loved that. It was a really good quarterback display. Um, I thought it made me miss Brandon Cooks as a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. I um, yeah, that fifty-yard touchdown catch. I just Did that hurt you? That it hurt. I won't lie. I might have teared up a teeny bit. I Thank think you. it might have. It might have pulled a tear out of me. But that, and then seeing him do that jet sweep, which was like they got nine yards on him. But it's like, god damn, like I want those nine yards. <laughs> Yeah, we're struggling in there. It was tough. We are struggling. We are struggling. Like we are struggling. We need that speed. And like I look, it's one game. Josh Gordon only played fit one. Was it one fifth of the snaps or something that we ran? But I just didn't. I don't know. I felt electric when I watched Cooks play for us, and I don't feel. I didn't feel that way watching him. Mm -hmm. So, and I just think that this version, this idea we have of him is from like years ago and a couple games. I don't know. Whatever. You know, I'm on the fence about that right now. But, um. On that note, just to get to um, back to the game, 
I think the only difference between the two teams, they were both throwing up big points. They both were playing really good defense. Vikings got beat on bigger plays, but the fucking running game was abysmal. Um, Dalvin Cook, two yards per carry. Todd Gurley, five yards per carry. Kirk Cousins had more rushing yards than their leading running back. When your quarterback does that and those 50 passes, there's no way you win in the game, and they don't win the game. So I'm not surprised, um, but I thought they both played well. I feel like the Vikings have this weird, like, confidence in Kirk Cousins that no one – I mean, Redskins fans do not have it. Some do. I do know some people that really loved him, but um, – I mean, I don't I don't get what you didn't like about him. The same issue you guys had before you're having now, which I think shows that it wasn't him. It's your personnel. It's your coaching. I just – I think he's shown that he's doing really well in Minnesota. I don't want him to do really well. I mean, because it says <laughs> about your That's team. I'm sorry you're in denial, but I don't support that. I'm sorry you're in denial about Tom Brady, which is why you don't want Aaron Rodgers to do well. Talk don't about come, your fucking game. Don't okay. come for me, Sam. Talk about your fucking Thank game. You. <laughs> um, so I did Kansas City and Denver because that's the only game I couldn't get myself together you know, to actually pay game, attention. That's so. good. Um, it was a very good game. I'm glad that I watched it because I wouldn't have stayed up for it if it wasn't for that. Um, basically, I mean, who is not? Wait, 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 wait. Can we agree um, that we are the official podcast of Patrick Mahomes now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who doesn't like him? Who's Moving not on. on the bandwagon? You can't not like him. Everyone's Everybody's on the, on the bandwagon. Everybody. I'm sitting in two niggas' laps on this bandwagon. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so <laughs> there is so going into the game, Kansas City was the only team in the league that had not trailed this entire season. Oh, wow. Dude. At all. And they scored a touchdown on their opening drive every single game until this game because Denver scored the first field goal. But, um, and then, yeah, Mahomes just looks really good. He even didn't, he had his worst game and he still has so much poise. His attitude is amazing. Like his execution, his decision making, he just, under pressure, he's still good. He still has no interceptions. I saw a meme that said Patrick Mahomes has more completions with his left arm than he does interceptions with his right arm. Yeah, I saw that. Like, that left-handed throw was unreal. Did you see that video with his voice? Yes. That the whole team, I put, yeah, I posted that, that the whole team makes fun of him and says he sounds like Kermit the Frog. He does. Like so a, anytime like a he gets upset, Kermit the Frog. Yeah, and Andy Reid impersonates him the best <laughs> out of anybody on the team. So they just go on him, which is super cute. I think that's nice. So he doesn't get too big headed. But um I think that the um, the offensive line deserves a lot of credit because there's only one sack. Yeah. Andy Reid's well. play calling is also wild. I mean, you also like, gotta give some credit to Patrick's wheels. He was getting out of there. He was like yes, doing his thing yes. on the run. But yeah, uh Andy Reid's play calling is unreal. Like it's um, just it was too cute at times, though. Can we talk about that weird, like, play where three of them ran back like they were playing tag or some shit, and then they got play a game? But I think he is the, he is who everyone – he tries stuff, and everyone else copies it when it works. Like, everybody. He, he's an he's, innovator. He's he an innovator. Yeah. So, Brad Childress, when he played – when he was under Andy Reid a couple of years ago, his job was a spread game analyst. All, so all he did was track – not all he did, but his main um, job was to track um, trends on offense on all levels of football, like all the way from high school, college, whatever, and see how they could, like, incorporate it in the Chiefs' offense. That was his job. That's crazy. 
Like, I that's mean, that's commitment. also probably why Andy Reid is so good with young quarterbacks. He's, it's so he knows how good. To transition. He's so underrated. Like, I feel like people know he's good, but they don't talk about him. Like, Well, it's because he's not good like, in the playoffs. He clutches in the playoffs. Well, so that's the problem. But Kareem Hunt had a good game. Um, the refs were trash again. Kareem Hunt had an amazing game. He was bodying niggas out there, okay? Just like, yes. boom. Like, it was aggressive. I felt it. Um, I feel like Kansas City is similar to the Patriots. Or how... The Patriots defense has been because you we've talked about before how like your uh the Patriots defense doesn't have to be great they just have to be good enough yes and the offense will score and I feel like Kansas City is very similar like that they just need to have a couple stops when it matters and then yeah. they just need to put the ball back in the offensive's hands like they the offense will make it work yeah um Andy Reid will make it work um Although, Again, I think that's something that'll help them now. I don't see them beating the Rams with that. I don't see them beat yeah, like it's gonna be a possibly another playoff problem. But the misdelay of game penalty is kind of ridiculous though. Like it's one person's job to just watch the play clock. They said, like, oh well they did explain it though. They yeah. said they have to look with their head at the clock until it goes zero, then they can look back at the snap. And if the snap is already like looks like it had recently started, then they have to let it go. So they were saying So why doesn't this-, this happen more often then? I mean, that guy's probably just bad. I mean, he's probably bad I just think it. that's bullshit. I just don't. <laughs> why, I mean, why doesn't this happen every season? You know what I mean? Like, like if that's actually the case, it's kind I of mean, crazy. True. It, I just don't. That's just, that was the explanation they gave on the on air. So I wanted to share that with our listeners in case they didn't watch the game. I don't believe them. <laughs> I think they fucked up. And they fucked up <laughs> so much already that they can't admit that they actually fucked up. <laughs> that's quite possible. These are white men. Well... <laughs> On that note, um, so let's take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll introduce you guys to Sam with some team check-ins. Yay. Yay. We're back. We're back. Welcome, Sam. Welcome. Introduce yourself. Uh, hello. <laughs> name is Sam. We're Ravens fan. Unfortunately, you sound. You said that was such aggression, such like pent up rage. There's no pent up rage. Okay. <laughs> Remember that year when we beat you guys to go to the Super Bowl? Um, it was a long. Uh, it's it's, a, it's irrelevant. It's an irrelevant <laughs> year. That's the 2012. year. Twenty That was the year it was. Yes, it was. It's a great year. Well, let's start with your team check-in then, sir. Um, Who'd your Ravens play this week? How'd it go? How are you feeling about them? And give us a preview of next week. Uh, we played the Steelers. We won decidedly. It was, it was, a, it was, it was a good game. It was a decent game. game. Uh, I think I'm really liking the way my team is looking this year. Flacco's playing how he should be playing, even though he won't be there next year. Solid B-plus will get you through anything. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's fine. We have great receivers now. <laughs> Crabtree can catch anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ, John Brown is fantastic when he's healthy. Yep. yep. And, uh, the receivers are a sore subject for us here because sorry. neither team yeah, has. Neither team is, we have trash receivers. Uh, but the Patriots, they get Julian. They get Julian. They do. Yeah. You guys get Josh Jimmy Gordon Smith back on defense. Yes. Well. You- I, you know, yeah. I'm I'm on the fence about Josh Gordon, uh, Sam. So he we'll see. You, you'll see. He he doesn't know your playbook yet. He's been there what two weeks? 
Yeah, not not even a really. Out. Yeah, yeah, and he was injured with the hammy. He had to let his hammy heal first. So, um, yeah, it's early. We'll see. And you have Corey Coleman on the practice squad. No, we cut his ass. We y'all, cut his ass. y'all jump from from practice yeah. squad. We cut him. We cut him from practice squad. Yeah. I knew it was gonna happen. He like threw a fit at the Browns when they made him practice with the second team one time. I was like, "There's no way he's gonna come here and make it or not." <laughs> and he didn't. And I said that on the podcast. So you heard it here first, hoes. Well, my receivers are great. <laughs> Willie Sneed is fantastic. <laughs> Both our tight ends, like our rookie tight ends, are really good. So I wait, isn't one of them injured though? Right? When does he come back? Hayden Hurst. But he's. I think he should be back this week or next week. Okay. Okay. And, and Mark Andrews is the other one, and he's been playing fantastically well in the committee they have him in. Um, hmm. As Collins keeps fumbling, that's a sore subject, but... But he runs so aggressively, though. Yeah. It's so nice to watch him run. Yeah. I just I just need him to stop fumbling, and we're good. Our defense is good. Jimmy Smith, like you said, is coming back. Yep. I, yep. I'm, I feel really good about our team. Every player of Browns, I don't care about Baker Mayfield. He's not... He didn't have that good of a game. Don't you dare slander Baker Mayfield in this podcast. <laughs> I mean, he's... I'm not, slander, like no, no, I'm not slandering him. He's... He's decent, but he's not like I, I'm not worried about him. He's not going to be able to do anything against our, our defense. No, not such a sophisticated and like dominant defense. I don't think I think he'll struggle, but yeah, long term I like Baker. Yeah, he just, he needs time. He needs yeah. like Mahomes time. Yes, yes. Oh, and our our rookie Q- QB, I'm excited for him. I just want him to sit just like Mahomes said <laughs> for the whole year and then come back next year and, and flourish. Yeah, flourish. Just working your accuracy and yeah, I. I'm I'm happy. I like what we're doing right now. Do you, think do you like the fact teacher? that you got? Oh, what we no. say, Michelle? We say. Do you think you... Flacco's a good teacher? I don't yeah. think Flacco's teaching him. I think RG three is. <laughs> what is RG three teaching him? How to run. Or. <laughs> that is the most racist thing I've what? heard in this podcast <laughs> ever. <laughs> what can he possibly be teaching him? I think our because he's his okay. play style is closer to RG threes than this to Flacco's. So I think. RG3 is the one that's like kind of... But RG3 still doesn't know how to, to, to slide. He still is like running. Just, like he's, he's never been injured. He looked good in the preseason. So, and we're the ones that injured him in the first place. So but he didn't him. learn and he, he didn't learn anything. <laughs> Clearly he didn't learn his lesson, right? He, I... <laughs> I'm just excited for Chuck. He's going to be great next year. <laughs> just let him relax for a year. I don't, I'm tired of him coming in. Like we'll call him in for like random trick plays mm. like you don't need to do that just leave him on the bench like, yeah i don't like i feel like it's 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 bad it's bad pr i don't think it's setting him up for a good you know future like yeah. that was one of his big concerns is like i want to come in as a qb with all the things he's going to be a wide receiver like and tying into his race like this is, it just felt really weird to like do that and it doesn't work it's not like you guys yeah. are getting big plays and you bring him out there so i'm not sure if it's worth it it's not it's, it's not worth risking him getting hurt or something just let him Right. Let him like Let him come simmer. up and learn. Yeah. Right. Like, or risking him getting bitter and then like not wanting to sign with your team long term and like you lost your first round ch- talent. Like, like, like Kirk? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Kirk. Um so wait, one last question about before we have you before we have you do your preview. What how do you feel about you guys not signing Eric Reed? Oh we oh I don't I don't care about that. I'm fine with You don't think you get it off your team? Nah. I think we're good. You have a no, really you're good. like you do. You have a really solid defense, a really yeah. solid offense. Like you, you're a nice. We don't, we you don't guys are like... actually. I'm like worried about this bet this year. Our, I'm, worried. <laughs> I'm worried about the. Reason I am a little bit. My only concern is Marlon Humphreys because he can't cover shit, and that's that was getting on my nerves. You guys uh, did good that? against Juju though. 
Yeah, like but, you did good against the Steelers. Yeah, but not against uh, who are we playing? We got oh, not against the Bengals, and that's where that's oh, what. Like, have, yeah, I have to play them twice. Yeah, we still have to play them twice, but we'll have Jimmy Smith back the next mm-hmm. time. But like, Marlon Humphrey's kind of got to step it up. Hmm. Brandon Cars. <laughs> who are you guys yeah. playing next week? We play the, the Browns. I'm not worried about the Browns. You're not worried about them at all. No. Okay. <laughs> I forgot who play after that. When do you play? Do you play Sunday early Sunday. or late? Sunday at one. Oh, okay. I'm not like the Browns are. The Browns look really good this year. They're a lot better. I, I, but a I'm lot better than about. what? Nothing. No wins. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not worried about Baker Mayfield at all. No, we talked about Baker. We talked about Baker. I forgot about that. But um, okay, Michelle, you're up. Well, my team didn't play. But we didn't play, and now we're still leading the division. Can't wait. It's a, it's a Are you ready season. for your Monday night? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, so Adrian Peterson has an ankle injury. Josh oh, wow. Norman has a hamstring injury. Um, Trent Williams has a had a had minor knee surgery, but I he still practiced, so I don't think it's that serious. Um, but Doxon didn't show up to practice today, and I think that. Uh, he's just not going to be participating for us anymore. Um, wow, you think he's done? He hasn't really done anything, and I don't know how Gruden is going to deal with this. How and often was he playing when he was there? Was he, like, playing a majority of the snaps? Um, or was it? Well, he he's was playing a lot of trash. snaps, and he wasn't getting his hand on yeah, the Yeah, he got, right. like, no, he got nothing, basically. He didn't do anything. We haven't had any any developments in that position literally this entire season. But um yeah, we drafted him and he hasn't done anything, so I just feel like you can't you can't not show up if you're a shitty player. Like you're just gonna get canceled. We can replace you. You haven't done anything. Yeah. Um but I am worried about the Monday night game because we have a terrible Monday night football record. Um, there'll be an article on the little newsletter thing. We are one in eight in Monday night games since 2013. No other team has lost more than five games in that time span on Monday night football, except for us. Damn. Um, since 2008, we're two and 13. Since 2001, we're four and 18. And since 1998, we've only won five games out of 26 on Monday night football. That's terrible. We're not good when it we're in prime time. We are I we talk I talked about it last week. We are not good. We're terrible. Kirk, your boy though, has never won a Monday night football game. Look, no one's talking about Kirk right now. I am. He's right. 0 and six. God, he's decent. I don't understand. He's 0 and six on Monday so Night Football. Sam. Like I don't know why she hates. Oh my goodness, my voice was like just Why do you hate Aaron Rodgers? I suppose why I hate Aaron Rodgers because I, I can I mean I can get into this. He's not that even... We already have gotten into it. We've already gotten into it. The best quarterback in the league. The fans know. Look, I, look. If you want to say most talented, I'll give you that. Other than that, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna win me over. So, if, how if you're the most talented, how are you not the best? Because experience, smarts, like the other thing, the intangibles, all that shit counts. Look at that. Aaron Rodgers is playing with a broken knee right now. He's I don't give a fuck about his goddamn knee. He broke it in the first place. <laughs> Brady hasn't had his. Brady hasn't had an injury since 2008, and you know why that is? Because the stuff he does off the field too. I don't want to hear about this shit, Mr. Broken Collarbone. Mr. Always has an excuse for not making it far into the playoffs. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers right now. We're moving on. <laughs> I want to ask you about AP. How serious is that injury? Because the article I said, it was he was talking smack for the – well, not really smack, but saying that he's doesn't have any enemies in the Saints. He's looking forward to playing. It seemed like he was going to play. 
Yeah, he just didn't practice, but oh, okay. we have two weeks. To, we're, they're not even allowed to practice okay. on the bye week. So it's not – I don't think any of these injuries are serious. They just have to report them. But it's exactly. just a sprain. I don't – again, with two weeks rest, like, I'm not – You know what's sad? Dal- I mean, da- uh, Aaron, he's been play- out playing Dalvin Cook this season. So I wonder if the uh, Vikings have a little regret for letting him go too early. I don't care about the Vikings season. <laughs> Doesn't uh, Dalvin Cook have, like, a hamstring injury or something? Yeah, he's, like, not playing at 100% either. I'm just saying, like, AP's old as fuck and still, but, you know, so, let's see. And who do you guys have uh, after that, Michelle? Um, We have a terribly hard schedule. Um, This is, I mean. We're top of the division right now, right? We are, but that's only because we played one last game. Um, But I believe this starts our. um... Do you think you'll win Monday? I, ooh, no. I don't. I mean, I'm going to say the same thing I said when we played the Packers. Like, Drew Brees is real. Like, this is really going to test. Like, Josh Norman hasn't done a goddamn thing this season. He's been terrible. And he's low-key injured. So, I don't know what the hell he's talking about or whatever. He's irritating. DJ Swanger is pretty good, but he can't do everything. Josh, or Josh Norman has blown coverage. Like, he just hasn't – he hasn't been a presence at all. I don't know if he needs to start talking more shit. I don't know what he needs to do. Like, he, needs, he hasn't done anything. So, again, it's going to – if we lose to the Saints, it's going to be, like, how much did we lose by? Is it a close game or did we get blown out? Again, no matter what happens, this is going to show me, I guess, what my team is. Again, is this, are they just shitty? Have they just been lucky? Um, did you play Aaron Rodgers when he was hurt? Or are you actually a legitimate contender for some type of success? Um. But yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like it's either gonna be a shootout or a yeah. blowout. Like that's it. Like either they lock it like or they lock it down off the defense or they don't. I we don't have like a definitive game that I feel like we're gonna win for a while though. Like we play the Saints, then the pa- the Panthers, then the Cowboys, then the Giants, and the Falcons. Like, like there's. <sighs> It's irritating. Well, look, at least you're not the fucking Giants. They have a number two running back draft pick. Odell Beckham Jr. and Sterling Shepard and still can't be done. I mean, so, it, could be, it could be worse. How are the Patriots doing? You guys won. We won, but I'm not, I don't, I don't really care about that. Um, I, <laughs> okay, the you beat the Dolphins. Yeah, I expected us to beat the Dolphins at home. Like, we beat the Dolphins at home. We're familiar with their scheme. Like, I'm not – I don't see the Dolphins as a threat. I think they just had a good run of games. I'm not saying that the team isn't good. I just was not worried about them in this game. You guys have a hard time in Miami, though. We have a hard time in Miami and because Brady has a hard time playing in heat because, you know, he's like a delicate ivory flower. But uh... – <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that stadium is rough. I went to a game when I lived in Florida, the Dolphins and the Redskins. I mean, I can yeah. barely stand when it's 100 degrees it's outside. You want terrible. me to go out there and run and, like, put on pads? And not? No, absolutely not. So I went, with, I went with, um, with Jaren, and I think that, like, we, you know, I always sneak liquor in to wherever I'm going. Like, and we tried to take shots of Jameson, and it was just so hot that he almost spit it out, like, on the ground. It was just, <laughs> it was because it's, it's just so warm. This old woman tra- almost ran me over, and we lost. I don't know why you're running me over. Your team won. It was just very stressful. No one was there. It was hot as hell. There was no shade, no clouds, no anything. Their theme song is terrible. It reminds me of just being back in the 80s. I wasn't even alive in the 80s for real. <laughs> it reminds you of not existing. Wow. Exactly. I mean, it's just, 
it's very dated it's a it's a very and it, there's a lot of people from like new york and new jersey that moved to miami Oh, wow. I don't know any people that are from Miami that are Miami Dolphins fans. Well, I mean, I it's neither was I, so right, yeah, it's, it doesn't matter to me. But one of the funniest things they said on the broadcast, which I wanted to bring up, was that the defensive coordinator Matt Burke, he was on Sunday night. So they're interviewing him about the game, and they're like, you know, the Patriots just came off this like crushing loss. How do you feel? Like, how confident are you feeling? He was like, you know, I worked a linebacker. You know, I was on the linebackers coach with the Bengals when it was the on to Cincinnati game after we got demolished by Kansas City. And he was like, well, like yeah, so like I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm prepared. And we blew them the fuck out. So it's exactly yeah. It was, it, it was, it was, it was nothing. But the things I saw that I did like, Sonny Michelle looked good. Finally, he was running, making decisive cuts. I thought, he, I thought he did a good job. I was, I'm still not convinced. I'm still concerned about the first two games I saw him play. I still have not seen him do his business in the passing game. And I think to be a Patriots running back, you have to be able to do that um, or be a little bit bigger than him at, like, pounding through pounding through in the middle. Um, Gronk wasn't a big factor still. His, he left the game early with an ankle injury. I think they were resting him. I hope they were resting him. But I don't think there was no need for him to come back in the game. It wasn't. There wasn't. But he didn't practice today. So I think when it first happened, I was like, oh, yeah, it's definitely just them resting him. But he didn't practice today. They obviously could still be resting him. But, you know. Who do you play next week? Um, all right. We play tomorrow, actually. Oh. We play the Colts tomorrow. And I'm fucking living in, you know, enemy territory. So, of course, my black ass is going to a bar. In my <laughs> it's going to be excellent. I'm going to get belligerent. Super excited. Is it is it Colts territory out there? It yeah, is. It Colts is Indiana. It's deep Colts territory. Yeah. Oh. So, oh. this will be fun. So, I mean, it's also college town. So, like, there's a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people are watching the game anyways. But it should be fun. Um, that game, I'm not really worried about. I'm still not impre- impressed by like, Andrew Luck. Um, there are rumors that he doesn't have an arm anymore. Like, he can't throw it as far as he used to. Yeah, I mean, he aired out a little bit more in his last game than the first two games. I think still the fact that they had to bring in Jacoby Brissett for that Hail Mary is concerning. Um, I just, I mean, he's also not been playing. He's not played football for a whole year. I, I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm just not convinced. I'm not convinced. Um but we'll see. Also, they're missing T.Y. Hilton for this game, so that's one of that's one of the biggest weapons gone. So yeah, we'll see how that. I think Eric Doyle's also out. But um, yeah, I mean the things that I want to focus on in this game. One, Jules is coming back, so I want to see how the offense works with him. I really think that the reason it's been so locked down, part one, because we didn't have Brandon Cooks to like open that you know middle ground. And two, we didn't have like we have James White, but he's what he does is not the same as, like, Edelman, where I feel like Deion Lewis gave us a big splash in the same way Edelman can, like, just big gash plays that you get to pay, pay attention to that person, which would take people off of other people like Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan's had nothing this season. He had a couple of dead, you know, trash time games, touchdowns against Jacksonville, but other than that, he's been locked down, and I just, I mean, talk about his athleticism, I don't think he's that fast, but I think he's big, and, like, he can work that senior side of Gronk, and when you, that only works when you have other people, you know, spread out. So I think Jules will do that. And I also want to watch Brady. Um, I wasn't really impressed uh, last game. I he definitely did better, but the two, the one, the first interception I saw that was definitely a decision making interception. And those are things I watched for. And it's weird because it's not you know people are like oh you know the things you should look for for you know quarterback you know over forty whatever is like him being scared to get hit, him shaking in the pocket, him uh, the, the balls you know flying on him. And like I'm not he his arm looks great. He like still works the pocket. He's like you know he's bouncing really well. I just, 
see him like making little like decisionaries I think in both games that it costs interceptions and I feel like that's from not being around as much in practice this summer I could be reacting but I just I haven't seen it and I want to see him get back mentally sharp that's what I'm that's the things I'll be looking for in this upcoming game okay what it doesn't seem like he's not sharp really yeah he's he's, maybe because I don't care about Brady I mean, maybe. I mean, I also have like you know, it's this. I think the standards are like maybe a little ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah. I just he went from having what two or three interceptions to two seasons ago to like having just nine on the season. Now he's like half that after four games. So I just everyone hurts, and yeah, it's been too many. I think. I think we'll once see. Josh Gordon gets up to speed, you guys will be fine. So tell me why you have such faith in him? Because he's good. Tell me why you're convinced that that talent is going to travel. We've only, in the amount of games we've seen him play on the team he was playing, which means that there was less competition and like more ability to focus on him. That's not true. Our division is one of the tougher divisions in the league. I guess. Steelers, Steelers can be thrown on all day long. They have been forever. They're really good at run defense. <laughs> offense. Um, you guys often can't put up fucking offense to save your life. So I don't think it's been that tough. Yeah, but, but we, we can put up defense. I, I think Josh Gordon is just a, a very talented wide receiver. Okay. And I think once he's once he's up to speed and you guys still have Gronk, you'll have Julian Edelman back. Um, and you have Hogan. Philip Gorsett. It's probably so of course that has been he's been showing out yeah. a chance. I've I've liked what I've seen from him. I definitely have. I think you guys will just just give it some time. Once he has someone to throw to and once like uh Gronk can get open again, because now everyone will just double cover him. He right. was triple covered to... last game, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, nowhere else to go. There's no yeah, one... That's what I'm saying. We need to have people, yeah, spread out. Like that just yeah. having the I think you're right. Just having Josh in the field will help us from him being spread out. I think I'm just again. I I want to see if he's athletic as he was when I saw him, and I also want to see if he can stay around with like, with our culture. Um, but those things have they'll they'll take time to play out. On that note, let us wrap up this segment. Oh no, wait, we got to do your Cowboys coonery, right? And this is the guy. Yeah, we got to tell the backstory and all that shit. <laughs> do you want to tell the backstory, or do I? Just you should tell the backstory. Awesome. I've told the backstory. So yeah, I've heard you tell it too. But so every year. Since uh, high school, whatever grade, Michelle and I have bet on our teams. I used to fiercely hate the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember why for real, but. So we take a bet to see, uh, you know, who will have the better record, the Redskins or the Ravens. And loser has to just do something random. You, it used to be like, oh, give me this book or like something. Or a concert ticket yeah, or dinner ticket, or. Buy me dinner. But now. We're more creative because we're older and we don't need that stuff anymore. Because we have money for the first time. Yes. So, so this year, I'm it's making terrible. Michelle do something I know she hates. And she has to openly praise Dak Prescott and his boys. So that's the backstory. So wait, so you only told us half the sermon show. I thought it was just the Cowboys. You have to praise Dak Prescott individually as well. No, he's just trying to embellish. <laughs> I'm embellishing. She has oh. to praise the whole team. Okay, I was like, in their decision making, like their their play calling, everything. The, the, the I, no, I can comment that their play receivers. calling has been terrible. No, you can't talk negatively at all. 
it's not negatively it's, it's just facts it's why if, <laughs> if Z is that good then you have to give him the ball constantly why would you give him the ball less than 20 times a game that's because so they have stupid why where lies witness, witness gone Old they don't game. have des they don't have any receivers they got a swain and they did not they did not accurately prepare for that they they put way too much trust on it Dak, like and Dak is not no this is being honest we don't need this kind of honesty. We, we need <laughs> All we need to hear from you is uh, well, how, how great Zeke of a game is amazing. Is Zeke is go. amazing. He is the top rusher in the NFL right Zeke now. Zeke is amazing. He's amazing. Um, <laughs> and he's beautiful. Yeah. It's all I really wish that he did not play in the NFC East. <laughs> or you wish him. he was on the Redskins. We don't really have players that are that good ever. Just an FYI. <laughs> How does it feel to have your standards so permanently low? We've talked about this every game. I'm just not <laughs> used to success or anything decent. You ever. should go see somebody. <laughs> or I should stop watching football. And no. I say this every offseason and then I still And you're, you're right back. Right, right back. back. It's, it's hard, man. I'm just itching on the corner. We need someone to take out Dan Snyder. <laughs> However, anyone wants to interpret that, it's up to you. He just needs to be gone. But he's so young, so it's really terrible. How did they – I didn't even watch the game this weekend. Did they win? Did they lose? Cowboys won. Yeah. Who they, they play? They Their looked, first W. They looked really good, actually. Dak had a, actual, a really good game. He had the most passing yards this season that he's ever had. 200. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it's really terrible. Zeke had a really good catch and over-the-shoulder catch to set up the game-winning field goal. (laughs) Um, he does have an ankle injury though, in bursitis in his knee. So who knows? Hmm. Um, basically, their Dallas still has a secondary that is either hit or miss. They either are good or they surrender huge plays. Like they had a thirty-eight-yard touchdown to Tate to Golden Tate. Yeah, both taking um, off in fantasy. I almost lost my fucking game because of him. That's just <laughs> um, their defense, but their on um, their defensive line is good. Um, you know. Well, look, you have plenty of positive things to say. I know it's easier because they won this week. I like I heard, it's better. I saw an article about Dez thinking about trying to sign again or saying he wants to sign with the Cowboys again. What the fuck? He's not signing with the Cowboys again. No one wants Dez. No it's one sad. It. It's really sad. Yeah. Him and him and Jones went to the Beyonce concert together, and they were spotted, and that's all that was. That was uh, like two or three okay. weeks ago. And though. they got the rumor mill frothing and shit. Yeah, they just you know were listening to On the Run <laughs> and the Carters together. You know, Beyonce and Jay Z bring people together. Indeed, indeed. Okay, um, now wait. You got more cowboy shit. Scott Linehan called a good game. Who? Their offensive coordinator called a good game. Oh, Kyle Swain is better than Jordan Reed. No. Do we think? Do we think Jason Garrett's out? If they don't, if they don't win, I I would be shocked if they stay with Jason Garrett. I feel like they've given him chances, and he has like Zeke is so good. I just yeah. don't understand. Like so, he has the potential, so I don't really understand why they're not winning. Honestly. Every year, like at least for the past two years, the Cowboys go into the season. We well, out for a long time last year, to be fair. But everyone, everyone has thought that they have been Super Bowl contenders. The Eagles came out of nowhere last year. No one thought the Eagles were going to do anything. Everyone always thinks the Cowboys are going to be decent or good. 
every season. And then they end up just being next to the, to, to the Giants, like, yeah. or next to us, depending on the season. <laughs> We're not that good. But What about uh, Jerry Jones saying he sees a lot of it? He thinks that him and Kansas City have a lot of similarities in their offense. He's seen that. That's what I was like, yo, <laughs> somebody needs to order a dementia eval. Like, it's really hard out here. Like, somebody needs to really get that shit together for the board. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he knows what he's talking. I just don't. Maybe he just doesn't know the game of football, honestly. That would explain a lot of, a lot of things. I was listening to somebody who's like, well, they have running backs. They have wide receivers. There's a coach. It's football. <laughs> That's about it. I was like, yeah, that might be a little bit too much, too. They don't even have the same colors. <laughs> oh, like, at God. least... Oh, they were white jerseys. Sorry, we can. There's a there's the same common. Oh man. Okay. You had more more cowboys. No, I'm done. All right. So All we're right. gonna come back. Take a break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk um, the fun <laughs> stuff, encroachment. Um, we're gonna make Sam uncomfortable, and then we're gonna get into winners and losers. I'm not gonna be uncomfortable. <laughs> We're back. Indeed. All right, so let's get into the encroachment segment. So tell us about the the news article and what was going on this weekend. So last week we spoke about how um, Amazon Prime was going to broadcast the, their, the two first female commentators for a game. They did, they're doing the Thursday night games from now until the end of the season. Um, so Oh, really? Yeah, so Thank it wasn't goodness. just I can one. Get to my CBS All Access. Um, so <laughs> it's Hannah Storm and Andrea Kremer, and I texted you when this was happening. I was really excited to watch this game, and I ended up watching five minutes and then went to sleep um, because uh, they did the. It was just terribly done. Um, I don't know whose fault it is. I don't know if it's because Amazon is not a broadcasting network that they just don't no um but it was terrible it took me if you go on prime and you went, go to watch the thursday night game it automatically takes you to troy aikman's dumbass <laughs> and i was very stressed out when that Wait, meme came out th- what about that the, tell them about that the, there's a meme that says like jay-z yeah, troy aikman looks, like- looks like the white version of jay-z <laughs> and i love jay-z and it's so stressful it makes me sad he's got them fucking dsls indeed um oh interesting i mean i don't want them you're saying that they're there that's so okay (laughs) continue (laughs) carry on um but yeah so they did the broadcast in order to even find where these women were speaking i had to go to the it took me a good 15 minutes so i almost gave up by the time i figured out i was already honestly over (laughs) And the only reason I kept watching for the five minutes that I did was for this podcast. And you had, oh, to, go, you had to go to the subtitles. And then you had to, like, they listed English, UK version, Spanish, and then the two women. Like, it's a different language to hear women speak about football. It was kind of disrespectful, I thought. Um, but also, why would I go to a different language to hear a different announcer? It's just, it kind of defeats the purpose. If you're going to announce to everybody that you're going to have women commentators, why would I have to go then search for it? Oh, um, so, so the main commentator was... Was Troy Aikman, yes, oh. and Joe Buck. 
like if you logged on and you had to like go through the whole thing to figure I had to Google it like a million times because no one had the answers. Yeah, I remember you texting me being like, How do you do I was really yeah, I don't know, yeah. And then it was um it was weird, like it was one of those instances where you don't even realize you have like preconceived um opinions about things like it was weird for me to hear women talking about football it was it was kind of really as a woman who talks about football it was weird for you it was weird it was weird interesting it was different because like i've never in my entire life heard women commentators so it's not that it was it was i feel like i had an automatic reaction of oh this is this is weird just because i wasn't used to it if that makes sense and I had to consciously give them a chance, you know. Um, yeah. But they're also super set up because they weren't even, I didn't even know this, that they weren't even, they didn't even get to, um, they didn't see the game in person. They sat in oh, front yeah, of a monitor yeah. in Connecticut and watched the game and commented on it. So how are you, like, that's, so you're not even doing anything, Amazon, like. I mean, I would prefer I could to watch the game at the screen in Connecticut and comment on it, but. I'm a sucker for instant replay. Right, but they should have the same opportunities. Yeah, I agree. And if you're trying group, to go, yes, like, absolutely. if you're going to break absolutely. boundaries and all this other whatever the fuck you're trying to say that they're doing by having these women commentators, then they need to have the same opportunities. Yeah, I agree. Like, you I can't mean, just sit them behind a screen in a room. Oh, I think I know. So, I'm sure, sure there's some kind of contractual thing with the networks. Yeah, yeah. The, so, well, Amazon's probably, you know, they're just playing the game. Yeah. So, Troy Aikman is obviously going to be the regular person. And then they give you the option. Yeah. You can hear it. They give you the option to choose. Yeah. Where they probably yeah. mute those guys and then just overlay, overlay the women. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which, I mean, I get why technically, I get I get it, but I, there's no excuse for the language thing. There has to be another way to do that. Yeah. Um, And I just... But again, if you're going to promote it, when I click on it, I should hear... Yes. The women. Really I shouldn't default. have to... If you want to give me the option to hear Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, cool. I could be able to search for that. But I don't want, like, there's just too many things. And, if again, if you're trying to break down boundaries and be innovative and whatever, like, then have them be the first ones that are commentating when you click on it. Because most people are not going to go out of their way to just search for two women commentating on football. It's not going to happen. It's just they just did not execute very well. So we'll see how it changes, but I don't I don't know. I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean I'm seeing more women across the board, so that's that's help, that's hopeful. But um it I was half assed. I do think this was half assed. I do think this was not uh um, It was all for clicks. It was all for like clickbait, yes. like all this article. Like, they li- they metaphorically did it for the gram and now it's done. They did. Who's the woman the woman on the kosher staff in the NFL? Um Showing the bills. Bills as a Rams. I don't remember. We talked about it the first week. She's an assistant coach yeah. for a position. Oh. Or assistant coach yeah. overall, something like that. But she's the first one. There's a bunch of there. I mean, again, I just I feel like it now based off like the execution from Amazon. It kind of seems like they just did this to because of like the Me Too movement, and it's like a big deal now for for women to be heard or whatever respected i guess i mean at least they did something i guess yeah i mean it's it's minuscule politics but it's politics nonetheless um yeah so 
Yeah. Representation is always sticky in that way. I feel like when you're fighting for it, you finally get it. When you get it, it's done in a way that is still meant to benefit the existing system. So it's never really you. It's some version yeah. of you that's going to just make money or be an add-on to their other product. So right. um, hopefully this is just a sign of better. Th- I'm really optimistic today. It's not something I would normally say. But I mean, I'll try again on Thursday. Yeah. I'll probably try with you. So we'll okay. see how that goes. Now we'll end out the day with winners and losers. Um, we'll let our guests start. Uh-oh. <laughs> Who's your winner of the week, Sam? On the spot. My winner of the week? Yes. I forgot what I said earlier. <laughs> I don't remember what you said either. <laughs> um, no, it's hard. I think it's on the loser. That's a lie. Uh, <laughs> no, that was the loser of the week was yeah, rude. I, I switched my loser week, so it's not rude. Um, I think my winner of the, of the week is uh, Mike Davis from the Seahawks. Okay. Uh when when they ruled out Chris Carson, which ruined my fantasy team because I didn't have any <laughs> other running backs that played me at four oh five. So I was upset. And I looked on the wire, I saw Mike Davis and Rashard Penny who I had dropped sitting there. And I was like, I'm not taking either of these people. Cause I don't know who Mike Davis is. I've never seen him play a snap. And Rashard Penny is not ready to do anything else. But Mike Yeah, in my head I went to Mike Evans first and I was like, No, that's not him. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Mike Davis is, I, I assume he's like uh, uh, Chris Carson's backup now. He played incredibly well. Um, Granted, it was against the Cardinals. They don't really have any more protection, but well, good for Mike Davis. against the Cardinals. So that's my winner of the week. He he looked phenomenal. Okay. Kudos um, to Mike Davis. Loser of the week? Uh, my loser is Bashar Perriman. Rashad Perryman. He was, he's... Didn't he just work out, try and work out for us? He worked out, did he work out for you? I think he worked out for the Patriots. <laughs> Listen, he, the, he worked out for the Redskins and they dropped him. I'm mm. sure you guys will drop him next. <laughs> oh, I don't think we ever signed him, but yeah, he worked, just, he, we worked him out five days ago. Yeah, I, he's like, I feel, he's, he's talented, but he can't catch a pass so, for some reason. So he just drops everything. Which is why we like let him go, because when it's time to convert, he'll be open, he'll be there, and he throws to him, drops the ball, like how so, Laquan Treadwell's been for the Vikings this season. Yes, yep, literally yep. just dropping the ball. Like you, you're right there, you're open, you're you're doing what you're supposed to do, but you can't catch. So yeah. that's that's my loser. I don't have anything like nothing salacious, like nothing happened to anyone where I can be like, uh, like so and so got jumped. Oh <laughs> God! <laughs> like it's just you know. It's, Sure, Unfortunately, no team has signed Cardi B, so we can't talk about her. I wish. <laughs> I wish. That would be great. I hope she does the Super Bowl halftime show. I hope I hope they do. Yes. She's supposed to be cameoing with Maroon 5. I hope she just takes it over. Yeah. I it'd be like they they could have got Out, Outcast, they could have got Ludacris. They're so not gonna do that. Ludacris would have been nuts. They're not gonna do that. They're gonna find a very bland, safe white person. They've been doing no. the same thing since the Janet Jackson moment. But who's wanted to see like when does anyone want to see Maroon Five? Nothing. I barely want to see Adam Levine. Like I didn't the- even realize there was the concert, the Maroon Five concert last night. What? Yeah, I didn't know that until <laughs> Did they the drop day. an album Did you Are they on tour or something? Nice They're not gonna do that. Wow. They're know. not going to do know. that. Who Look was, at who, who they had. Year? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga was last year? I think so. Or was it just, just Timberlake? No, last year was Justin Timberlake. 
Yeah, that's oh, that year. and who is that weird man in the woods shit? Oh, um, I forgot. I tried I to forget know. about that. That Lady was Gaga before, and I'm not gonna oh. lie. She, when she jumped off that building, I was like, "You kind of you doing all right." <laughs> <laughs> she was the only person that was half interesting yeah. that has been there since Beyonce. No, Bruno Mars. Did Bruno Mars? Do yeah, Bruno. Yeah, Mar- Bruno Mars. That was lit. That yeah. Bruno Mars. He had Beyonce, so I mean, yeah, it was. That I was, know yeah, you don't care for Beyonce, but I do. I mean, I care, for, I care for my version of Beyonce. B-Day Beyonce, Dangerous and Love Beyonce. That's so you my we girl. like different versions of Beyonce. I don't know who this rap queen is right now. I love this <laughs> Beyonce. I love Four. I love... Mm-mm. Nope. Yep, two different versions of Beyonce. All right, so my winner, I don't know if anyone... I didn't get to see this real in, uh, like in, in the moment, um, but apparently for the Giants game... Jim Nance, the announcer on CBS, accidentally called Eli a giant bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a clip. Oh, God, yes. It was supposed to mean giant bench, but he... Oh, I need this in my life. Oh, no. Can you hear it? No, I can't hear it. Hold on. Let me... I'll, I'll, do it. Hold on. I'll pull it up in a second. Um, Wait, why you get the clip? Tell us about your loser. My loser is Sam Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> he was demoted to third string. How are you? No! Demoted? He's third? He's like third. <laughs> <laughs> How are you demoted? How It's the only the fourth game of the season. How are you automatic? You were first and now you're third? I mean, I've that's, never seen an offense that putrid. I've traded David Johnson on my fantasy team because I just couldn't really suffer stressful. watching them play. Like that's really really embarrassing. Yeah. What do you what, what do you do? If, you should just retire. Just quit. Like stop. There's no coming back from that. Look, let me tell you. If someone was gonna sign me up to go play a couple of games and I still get my check or at least some of that check, that's more than most people make in a year. I might do that shit too. What does his contract look like? I don't even I know. know. I'm sure he's making over like eighty thousand this right now, which is so just sit there. I mean, why not? Shit. Use your phone. My ACL be torn too. Sorry, it's technically. You got the clip. Don't put your headphones in. I'm, I'm trying to make sure it's the right one. Okay. Oh, I know it's stressful. This I was very prepared except for this moment. I know this is what happens when I don't record in my home. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all for a <laughs> guest. We're all here, all for the guest. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just. Yeah, it's like that's super demoted. That's not even being demoted once. That's being demoted twice in four weeks. That's stressful. That's now I need to start watching him again though, because I really was high on Josh Rosen when he during the draft. So I want to see how he looks. So I got to start turning into some Cardinals. Um, I heard he was he did had a pretty good game. He did okay. Yeah, I heard um because everyone was talking about how good the rookies are. Um, did you get well, I mean, it? I know this class is special in general, except Josh Allen. I don't know what the fuck is going on in Buffalo right now, but it's a garbage he fire. had a great game last week, and then the next week, he was complete garbage. I mean, he didn't have a great, like, QB game. Like, he was, like, running the ball and shit, but... Yeah, but he scored four touchdowns. He had his, who was he throwing to? Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin didn't get there. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, you're so professional. He threw the one, um, one tight end. And that's it. Okay, I know we dived over somebody. Yeah, we're ready. Yeah. Are you clip? ready for my clip? Yeah. Yes. Oh. 
I don't know why that's not in more areas. Like, that's really funny. Oh, that's excellent. Eli's a giant bitch. That is true. I think everyone on this podcast can agree about that. Giants fans don't like him anymore. Poor Eli. I feel bad for him. I don't. Again, he's cashing checks. You just don't like him because of the catch versus your team. Um, I mean, you know what? That's so long ago. Yeah. I, I hadn't even had sex yet. So that was a whole thing. Oh, my <laughs> God. Um, he beat yeah, you guys three times. Would you say? Is it three times? Twice. Chill. Is it twice? Chill. The oh, out. sorry. That's <laughs> three. Oh. I forget. I forget which Manny brother is is which. Uh-oh. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. <laughs> um. So my winner of the week is Isaiah Crowell. So apparently, um, Isaiah Crowell was he got a huge like hard talking to from Todd Bowles or whatever after he and was fined by the NFL. After an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, where he like wiped his ass with the with the football, like it was toilet tissue. So after all this, on Tuesday, he posted his Instagram account announcing that he's been endorsed by Dude Wipes, a fucking like toilet paper replacement, baby wipes substitute for men. So I'm all for it. I mean, and, that's wow. It's great he got paid. Yeah, yeah, it's great he got paid. It's great that he's doing a PSA for all men out there to fucking clean their assholes. And I think it's beautiful for society as a whole. I don't understand how people don't wipe with uh, flushable wipes. Everybody should wipe with wipes. Yeah. It's sensitive down there. Yeah. You just feel cleaner. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we all support baby wipes. We're the official podcast of dude wipes. (laughs) We're seeking seeking any all endorsements. Um, And then my loser of the week is the 31 other teams besides the Carolina Panthers, including my team, who did not sign Eric Reed while they've got their janky ass safeties running around. And Hold I, on. Don't do that. Eric Weddle's our safety. I don't I'm know. not saying everybody has a janky ass safety, but <laughs> some, there are some running around here. All right. Yeah. There's some running around here. So whatever the fuck Seattle's got going on now, like they could have had him as a backup. Whatever the fuck uh, Kansas City can't tackle a single person out there. So there's a lot of teams that could have used him. He wasn't expensive. It was a stupid PR thing. I'm glad it's over, and I'm glad he's not dropping his collusion case against the NFL. So I will continue to see how that plays out. And that's it for the week, guys. Thank you, Sam, for joining us. you have anything you want to say to the people before you leave? Uh, Don't do this. <laughs> no, I just, I, just, I just want you guys to look out for the Ravens. We're coming. You guys actually gear. might be. This is stressful. Yes. Well, we'll have to have you back to talk about the Ravens again in the future. I will uh, when we're in the playoffs. If you're in the playoffs. <laughs> we'll be no, the playoffs. Also, playoff Christmas. podcast time is like special time, so like we'll see what guests get invited. He's our first one. How are you not going to invite me? Yeah, the first guest. <laughs> he created an entire segment. Like, yeah, Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> wow. Okay. I see how it is, Michelle. Uh-oh. And it's only solo Becky now. <laughs> oh, well, all right, guys. Uh, yeah, we'll have to have you back, Sam. This was fun. I like having guests. We'll have to do this more often. 
Um, and we'll see you all. Look out for our newsletter. Some email us if you're interested. Again, encroachingpod at gmail.com. And look out for it. If you do sign up, coming out, I want to say Thursday, but being realistic, like before your Sunday morning games. So look for that. Oh um, <laughs> all right. Bye. All right. Thank you.